BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. This week in the Monday Night War, Nitro once again. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Night- uh, the giant. Nitro once again oh. has a night to themselves. Yes, that's what she said. <laughs> no raw. So what will they do? What will they do to grab the viewers' attention to get some ratings? They've got a main event: the Four Horsemen versus the Dungeon of Doom. And watch out, because all chaos is about to break loose. Romeo, Trunk Guy, JJ, SP3. This is True Rewind seventy-eight. This. Is true rewind. This is true rewind. This is true re- rewind. This is true re- rewind. This is true rewind. This is. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your true health phenom, SP3. We are back again. Pump up the flux capacitor, fasten your seatbelts, put on your helmet as we jump into DeLorean back to September 2nd, 1996 for our all new episode of WCW Nitro on True Rewind 78 New World Giant. I am here as always with my right hand man, the face and the ace of the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, the connoisseur of reporting himself, Mr. Romeo Anthony Colon. What is up, everybody? I am liking these episodes where we only have to review one show. It's very nice. <laughs> very smooth. You don't have to, you know, search for anything. You just get one episode, get it in, get it out. Perfect. It, it's not as time consuming. <laughs> And of course, speaking of someone back. who knows about getting in and getting out, yes, Mr. <laughs> I, don't, I know nothing because clearly I don't get out. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't get out. He is like the main character of the key of the Jordan Peele movie. He is the man <laughs> of a thousand and four <laughs> drinks, and your favorite ghost usually on this show, but he's here in the present, Mister Drunk Guy JJ. What's up, y'all? It's been what since SummerSlam. I'm gonna say. Uh, yes. It hasn't been that long. It's it's been long enough. That's what she said again. Jesus, but it's, but it's good to be back with my good brothers. Uh, we are about to review uh, 
Monday Night Raw. We're not about to review Monday Night Raw. We are reviewing <laughs> Monday Night Raw. Regardless of when you watch this video, we don't know how many drinks he's had in, but we know. It's Memorial Day many- weekend, man. We usually see how many people watch True Rewind, so remember to drop a thumbs up on the video if you are watching. It helps out the channel, helps out this video so, so much. Share it with your friends if they want a bit of nostalgia in their life to go back to the Monday Night Wars with us. Drop those thumbs up, share it with your friends, and of course, subscribe if you are new to the Fightful Overbooked YouTube channel where we we will do these True Rewind episodes for as long as Joel and Jeremy allow us to do we have some fun we are uncensored unfiltered and we always have a good time talking about the monday night wars and this time we're talking about september 2nd 1996 the year two premiere of wcw nitro romeo of course you are the pilot and the driver of the delorean take it away yes 9296 labor day they were from Chattanooga, Tennessee, although they didn't announce it. They were ashamed of it, so I had to look it up. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I'll let Romeo look this up. I'm not gonna look <laughs> it up. I rewinded it back, like to see if I missed it when they were first bringing it up, and no, they didn't announce it. I, I thought they were in uh, Cincinnati, from judging by all the Cincinnati Reds jerseys in the fucking crowd. Mm. That's what must be Cincinnati. Larry Zabisco and Tony Schiavone recap the ugly scene at the end of Nitro last week. Larry says WCW needs a leader. And that's a smooth transition into someone who will go on to be somewhat of a leader for WCW later on. Not now. Diamond Dallas Page versus Alex Wright. I notice Alex always rushes to the ring. He never plays at a camera like everybody else. He's a little like this job. (laughs) This doesn't go long. DDP wins with the diamond cutter and the crowd pops for a nice diamond cutter. Absolutely. I'm I'm waiting for the days that uh Alex Wright goes back to dancing. Yeah. That's the Alex Wright that I always love and enjoy. Then we get Nick Patrick with Mean Gene and Gene chastises him for another slow count. <laughs> Patrick tells him it's only Gene giving him shit. He True. denies the lies spread about him, and Gene can't believe he's been called a liar. Oh guy was offended. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he's called. I can't believe he just told me that. And he got the the perfect final line from Nick Patrick: "When you're in the ring with me, you will follow the law." <laughs> oh my god, that's foreshadowing for what happens later on. <laughs> Backstage, Gene with Sherry and Colonel Parker. Parker got Sherry some gifts. It's a cowboy vest and some chaps to go ride his horse, John Henry. No, you gotta you gotta emphasize how he said this. The colonel says Sherry is coming to my to my farm to ride my prize steed, John Henry. <laughs> he had the longest pause. I'm watching with my missus, and she was like, "Well, I was worried there when he said to ride, and then the long pause." Okay. Then we get the Harlem Heat versus Greg the Hammer Valentine and Buddy Valentino. <laughs> Who is Buddy Valentino? <laughs> I thought he was like a rising R&B star. Not I, thought, Buddy I thought he was Adrian Adonis. When they, when they cut to the ring, I was like, who is this guy? Ted DiBiase makes his way through the crowd. Booker wins with a Harlem hangover on Valentino. And then Gene with Harlem Heat. 
Stevie Ray says they're ending careers. Booker says they already uh, beat the Nasty Boys before, and the Nasty Boys jumped them. They throw Stevie Ray into the steel steps and then spike pile drive Booker T in the ring. Anything on that? Uh, it was kind of funny seeing that kid run down the steps fast as shit just so he could touch uh, Teddy Biasi. Um, <laughs> that was interesting. Uh, but who the fuck cares? Uh, the Nasty <laughs> Boys shoved the shit out of Stevie Ray. That no, man they did. flying into the apron. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they, they legitimately came out of nowhere. Like, you heard the fans getting excited, so you knew something was about to happen. But they how they shot it, they you legitimately couldn't see them beforehand. So it made it a cool visual. And Nasty Boy, I'm so confused. Because wasn't it last week, Romeo, that they said the Steiners were getting the shot at Fall Brawl? Yes. I guess I guess WCW is confused as well. But On the fly booking. Yeah, okay. I guess we're getting Harlem Heat versus the Nasty Boys, which if it's a brawl, it should be fine. Remember that. Hey, coming soon. Glacier. (laughs) This is the same vignette every single week. Yeah. (laughs) Mike Tanay joins commentary, and we've got Dean Malenko versus Chris Jericho. In the first ever meeting in WCW. Uh, DiBiase, not a fan of cruiserweights, walks out. <laughs> we learn it'll be Jericho. Oh my God. It'll, we learn it'll be Jericho, Benoit, Fall Brawl. And this match was a technical clinic. And Jericho wins, uh, reversing Malenko into a forward roll. And finally, finally, Chris Jericho's. Gets his win, the elusive win that he didn't want last week. And that tragedy. Finally, SP3, finally he accepts this win. He, he earned it. He did earn it. This was a really good matchup. I, I love the chemistry between these guys. And Jericho has had a 30-year career. And he's had great rivalries, whether it's now in AEW against like MBF or his current one with Eddie Kingston, his WWE run, with, of course, his greatest feud with Shawn Michaels, you know, a feud that started here that went into WWE with Rey Mysterio. I still put D Malenko in his top five greatest rivals of all time. And this was a nice start. I just honestly wish this was his debut instead of last week. Yeah, Drunk Guy, you missed it last week. Do you remember off the top of your head Chris Jericho's WCW de- debut? No, not at all, to be honest. I actually, the funny thing is, I, I don't remember that, but I remember his ECW debut. SP3, do you want to do like a quick recap of what Jericho did last week with Alex Wright? Basically, he had a pretty good matchup with Alex Wright, and then Alex Wright did a dive off the top rope and hit the guardrail. Jericho gets back into the ring, and he can get a count-out victory, but he tells the referee to wave it off and make it a no contest. In one of the worst debuts I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and then and then he cut the worst white meat babyface promo you could have ever imagined. We're going to fight for WCW, and yeah! Groan-inducing. Night and fucking day from his WCW debut to his eventual WWE debut. It's crazy. His ECW yeah. debut. Didn't he win the TV title in his ECW debut? Yeah. Like, yeah, like his ECW debut and WWE debuts and AEW debuts at the AEW, exactly. was all yeah. better than his WCW debut. And that's exactly why he fucking lost. So. Kudos to him. I was going to piggyback up last night. Know your worth, King. 
<laughs> well, looking for you, John Guy, you didn't see last week, so this was this yeah. must have been nice seeing Jericho for the first time. <laughs> right, yeah. So. What, a, what a great day. What a great day <laughs> We get a highlight package hyping Rey Mysterio versus Super Kayo at Fall Brawl. And then poor. Is, is it Kayo or Kale? That Kale. was hilarious. That uh, the uh, hype video because they legit had no uh, clips for Super Kayo, so they literally just kept showing the same shit, but they kept showing different stuff for Rey Mysterio. They kept showing the same clip from different directions, <laughs> different camera angles. <laughs> poor Brad Armstrong. He's got to come out here and he's got to face the giant. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. But this went much longer than most giant matches have been going on recently. But eventually ends the same way. Chokeslam. And how did it how did it take him longer to be Brad Armstrong than Ice Train? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and it, the only reason it went Benoit. long. Yeah. He Benoit Benoit. instantly. That's also true. But the only reason it went that long is because they had to do the black limo showing up during the matchup. I feel like that's the only reason he took his time on this one. But Giant was looking bigger here. Did, did y'all notice that? Giant felt he just looked bigger. His arms, he had the baby baby oil on the arms and his arms looked Probably great. The baby oil made him look more defined. Maybe so, but yeah, he looked like he got bigger here. Uh, the following announcement is paid for by the New World Order. Halloween Hogan, Hollywood Hogan, kicks an inflatable Halloween globe. Halloween, Halloween Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should have called him uh, for the Phantom of the Opera bit we did in 95. Halloween Hogan. <laughs> Halloween Hogan. <laughs> he kicks an inflatable globe. He slams a baseball bat. He talks about the crying giant. He beat he for the title. <laughs> Ric Flair cry too. Says WCW stands for, you know, World Crybaby Wrestlers. And... Sting will be stung at war games. Luger will be hung. That's a bit much. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, much. That was, that was a bit much. That was. Flair won't even be there. And Arn <laughs> won't be Arn anymore. Couldn't, couldn't find anything to rhyme with Arn. Yeah, Arn's going to be on a farm. I said, I <laughs> I say that, I guess. Uh, he says the way they made a deal was touching. 
made him cry a bit. It was real, real fake. That's pretty much the gist of that. What did you think of the, the Hogan NWO promo? I started off hot, and then he started doing fucking nursery rhymes, and it was just yeah. Was just like, what are you, come on, man. <laughs> it, it, it did start off good. Yeah, it it did. did. I like the was, world crybaby wrestlers. Yeah. Then he started doing fucking nursery rhymes. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know when to stop. He doesn't know when to stop. No, and then, <laughs> and then he's himself. trying to get this awful catchphrase over off the Charles Barkley commercials where he says, anything else would be too civilized. And then he also tried to do his what you gonna do. So like, what you gonna do in war games when the NWO destroys you? Cut you're all the baby face shit. Stop you're it. a heel. Let it go. Let it Bro. go. Our two pyros, they focus on the mysterious black limo outside. And we get Ron Stud. Can we just mention that that was the smoothest transition to our two that they've ever had? They yeah, actually they had a commercial break. And then they came back with hour two. Hour two for their second year, and then it goes into the match. Yeah, like like stop doing the hour two in the middle of a goddamn matchup. Like this was smooth. And this is not the first thing I want to go uh, see going into hour two. (laughs) I'm definitely turning the channel with me. (laughs) You might remember him as the Yate versus the macho man Randy Savage. Yeah, this is the macho man uh, disgusted that he has to do this match. Yeah, I was about to say, look at that picture. picture. (laughs) Doesn't he eventually become Reese as well? Yes. Yes. We will see. (laughs) We cut to the parking lot where Hogan, Nash, and Hall get out of the limo. Hogan yells at the cameraman to get out, telling somebody inside the limo to stay inside. And this match doesn't go long at all. Savage sells for a little bit, but then simple body slam and elbow drop for the win. And then Savage with Mean Gene, which is Halloween Havoc was tonight, so he could face Hollywood Halloween Hogan. And he's <laughs> <laughs> he's going to take everything uh, Hogan wants. He's going to take it away. Says he's living on the edge, and anyone not living on the edge is taking up too much room. That so is great line. line right there. Great line. line. Great <laughs> line, though. Great line. Living on the edge, man. Says the giant is meat, and he's guaranteeing victory. He likes the pressure on him. Uh, Gene basically asks, I'm paraphrasing here, if, if he should maybe place a parlay on FanDuel on the Macho Man's two matches coming up for Macho Man to win them both. Macho says both men will melt from the heat of the Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. This was quality Macho Man promo. After a not so quality matchup, yeah, but that's yeah. not on him. That's exactly. that's, that's more on Ron Stud than anyone. But yeah, Macho Macho feels like he has some momentum uh, <coughs> going into his two pay per view matches. I wonder how long that will last. <laughs> I feel like you ask that question all the time with Macho. Not so, man. Not, so not so long. We got a nice little tag team matchup here: Steiner oh, yeah. Brothers versus Sting and Luger. Man, this is gonna be fun. This- this is the match yeah, I, I cannot was wait for this match. <laughs> but first, but first, the four horsemen run to the limo outside to check it. Nobody's in there. So they walk back and run back to the arena. Now, back to this match. Luger shoves Rick Steiner into the rough. Neck, no, neck Rick, Rick Steiner shoves Luger into the rough. Correct. By accident, clearly. Barely grazed. 
but he angrily calls for the bell. Ring the bell. Both teams chastise Nick Patrick. What are you doing? He tries to say the Steiners win, but they won't let their hands get raised. He leaves the ring to ref you suck chance. And then Nick is run off to the back by Sting and Luger walking after him. The crowd boos. Ugh. That was that pathetic. It's not good. They, could, they couldn't give us a little bit of this match before they did that? It was like 30 <laughs> seconds. That and Michael still had a lot of time. A lot of time. They oh literally God. had to stretch uh, poor, poor the main event. The main mm-hmm. event was, got stretched way too long. It was way longer than it needed to be just because they cut what would have been the best match on this show if they just would have let these guys wrestle. Even with that type of shoddy finish, I think it still could have been one of the best matches on the show. And no, no, no. Let's just cut you it don't get wrestling 30 seconds. Let's get into the ending of the show because a lot happens. Indeed. It is the Dungeon of Doom versus, well, it's Mang, Taskmaster, Bubba, and Barbarian versus the Four Horsemen. But first, in the back, Sting and Luger still walking after Patrick. And they come across the limo, which Ted DiBiase is getting in, and he's about to drive off. Sting grabs a brick and breaks the window with it. Shit, I was like, what the fuck, Listen. Right in front of a cop car. Uh, and then st- <laughs> oh my! And then steals the fucking car, bro. Grand Theft Auto. Steal, yo, steal. This was. I would have gotten gunned down immediately. I would have oh, been able to open the door. He pushed the cop too. Hey, oh my god! A black cop at that. Come on, no. The black cop was like, "I ain't trying to lose my job by touching the stinger." And Lex Luger, I'm gonna call for some help. Call for some backup. Yeah, he called in a hate crime. <laughs> Sting's already got two stars on uh, Grand Theft Auto. Pushing the cop. Three. Three stars? That's three stars, yeah. Because right. he didn't just steal the car. It wasn't a parked car that he stole. That, that's that's, that's, automa- yeah, exactly. that's, that's, that's automatic, automatic two three. stars. When, once he steal a car, he stole a car in front of the cop. <laughs> he did it in front of the cop after pushing the cop. That's three. He got three stars. He's working on four the longer he rides the car. And Luger must have got in there like, fuck, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> guess I'm an he accomplice. Was, he was like, too late got, for me now. He was like, I got blonde hair. I'm good in the hood. Let me just jump in the car, too. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Oh, shit. Anyways, 
that was the most exciting part. Then we go to the match. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bad Mongo wrestling in the beginning. Oh god. I have to start fast forward. I'm sorry, guys. Why do they <laughs> let Mongo take so much of the ring time? When this match didn't have Mongo in it, it was actually pretty good. Because mm-hmm. they isolated yeah. Arn first. Arn played a good babyface in peril for someone who played a heel all his career. He was actually very sympathetic as the babyface in, in peril. Then you had Benoit, who was really good at selling, uh, played a babyface in peril. And and Ric Flair was amazing. Ric Flair as a babyface. This is what so weird. Is, it's so weird, but it works. When the fans started cheering him when he low blowed everybody on the dungeon of doom, I was like, I mean, he was going, they were going crazy for players. His hot tag is his chops to everybody. <laughs> By the way, a Everything lot of that moves. a lot of Benoit and Sullivan going at it where you don't know if it's like uh legit. <laughs> you don't know, <laughs> know if it's MJF or not. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Sorry, we're, we're all the way in the future with that one. My bad. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> <I want> it <laughs> back. <laughs> um, chaos breaks loose all around ringside between both teams. Flair gets the figure four. On Sullivan and Woman helps Rick with leverage as the ref counts to three on Taskmaster. His shoulders were down. And then Woman and Benoit yell at each other, which was a bit awkward. I, I, no, no, I, I I thought it was awkward when Benoit yelled at Woman to help Flair. Like she didn't get in the bedroom all the time back then, so just probably oh. nothing for them. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That was, an, that was a positive thing. That wasn't even right, 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 right. Hogan, Hall, and Nash are at ringside to beat up everyone. Brain bounces from commentary, and then the giant comes down to ringside. He comes down the aisle. He comes to the ring, and he choke slams Barbarian and Mang. To commentary surprise, the fans pelt the ring with trash. The giant celebrates with the NWO. Macho Man hits the ring to deliver some chair shots. He misses one to Hogan, and they brawl. Hogan then gets a soft chair shot to Macho Man. Of course he does. <laughs> I, be- I believe Macho Man bladed. I-, I couldn't really see the blood. He said he was bleeding or something. And then he gets choke slammed. Hogan hits several leg drops for good measure. He also paints a yellow stripe on Savage's back. Then the NWO goes to the announce booth where they take over. Hogan asks, is there any question now who is the most powerful man in professional wrestling? Hogan says they got six now, that they straightened the mind of the Giants. And then the Giant explains some story. He got a call from Ted DiBiase. It's quite stupid. Hogan interrupts in modest in his modest house. <laughs> before before you gonna tell the story, Hogan interrupts to tell the giant, hey, spit on this. Spit on it for him. <laughs> take- yeah. Wow. Wow. When he said that, I was like, oh my god, I'm this shit off. <laughs> they take turns keep spitting on the on. WCW logo. <laughs> Giant brags about walking into Ted DiBiase's mansion, seeing five. No, Hogan's. Hogan's. Oh, Hogan's. Uh, The rest of the guys who were beat up at ringside head to the announce booth. Uh, More brawling. The crowd is hot. Giant continues continues mentioning how rudely he was interrupted. Hogan finishes his promo saying he's going to get him a part in Arnold's movie. 
Uh, they both speak he together. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Kim tried to finish this promo. Right. Don't get Kim interrupting him. Like, <laughs> all right, all right, let's wrap this shit. He was like, me, Gene. He was like, oh, let's yeah. wrap this up. He says, he's t- basically, he's taking too long. And he was like, whether you like it or not, they are the best thing going today. You could tell they rehearsed that like so many times they still couldn't get it on sync. <laughs> <laughs> The and it's funny they probably got it wrong set to him during on through the damn headphones why they got it on really. <laughs> they flip over the announce table. Giant hilariously almost falls off the stage. That might have ruined everything. No, there. he fell off the stage when the, the WCW people came. Like he thought he was just gonna step off and he fell as Mongols attacking him. Like this is oh. all at the end oh. here, he almost falls again. Yeah, and then he was still trying to cut his promo. At the end, Hogan just flips over the table. So he's like, all right, I guess I'm not going to get this out. All right, let me just throw the chair. (laughs) In a weird visual, the Dungeon of Doom helped Macho Man to the back. This was a weird visual. But all of that said, that was a crazy, wild, hot ending that I think will get a lot more people to watch next week when Raw comes back. What do you think, drunk guy? Um, in hindsight, it, it, was, it was it was okay to watch, cool to watch, but this is something I could have saved for the pay per view. When you guys are building up a pay per view, and they're coming off of Hogan beating the Giant for the title at the last pay per view, so even if even if he talked to him, brainwashed or whatever the case may be, if I'm the Giant, you just took my title. Fuck all that. <laughs> Fuck That's the part where it gets a little fishy. It's like the history yeah. with the giant and Hogan. Is exactly. Like, like a lot of why? history. They tried to kill him. Throw him off the roof. They had a monster truck battle. What do you think, SP3? Um, yeah, a lot of this, like, it's like, it feels like we, we skipped a few chapters of this book to get here, but I do understand them on, you know, putting giant and positioning him here because you would think after this whole angle that the giant is going to be their fourth man in war games, but the giant already has this match with the macho man. So this is another reason for you to watch next week because is giant going to do double duty? Is the giant the fourth man in war games? Are they going to do something else? Like there's a lot of questions coming out of this. Uh, and, and, you know, you had DiBiase last week saying that he was four and five would be revealed and that's the giant. And then you had Hogan at the end here saying that there's now six. And then he even kept going. He was like seven, eight, Eight, nine, like he kept counting after that. So we don't know who's a, st- a member of the NWO. Is this going to get and keep continuing? So very lovely stuff. It was it was a it was a hot angle. And although the fans were pelting the ring with trash, I will say uh, I heard some cheers for for the NWO as well. Mm. They got hyped when Giant was like Chokeslam and Mang and Barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of notes here from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter and Dave Meltzer. I mean, he's not going to give us a cease and desist with this? WCW attempted to take Davey Boy Smith from WWF with plans to reveal him as the newest member of the NWO at Fall Brawl. But at the last minute, the plan fell through. As a result, WCW has turned the Giant into the newest NWO member. But Dave also thinks 
it makes WCW wrestlers look like total pussies. Since week mm-hmm. after week, three NWO guys routinely beat up half the WCW locker room, particularly the horsemen who look like jobbers now. It's all being booked by Hogan, and naturally there's some resentment among those who feel Hogan is simply booking for his own ego and attempting to bury Flair, Anderson, Benoit, etc. As for the giant turning, it was a last-minute panic move and completely throws future plans into chaos. Since Giant was booked to face Kevin Nash at Halloween Havoc, and in matches against NWO members at house shows, among other things. Also, funny note, at the end of Nitro, when Giant joined the NWO, they all destroyed the set at the announcer's area. Turns out they weren't supposed to do that, and the set is actually expensive. So some people were a little <laughs> upset about that. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Great move. Great Who's going to get in trouble, Hogan? <laughs> uh, speaking of the Davy Boy Smith, we might as well uh, talk about this. The plan was for him to walk out on Nitro, the one-year anniversary episode as a surprise, much like Lex Luger did a year ago when Nitro debuted. But on the day his contract was set to expire, and WCW thought it was a sure thing, Smith signed a new five-year contract with the WWF. Word is WCW offered him more money, but it wasn't about the money for Smith. And his main complaints with WWF were that he felt he wasn't getting the push he deserved. Apparently, Vince said all the right things, sweet-talked him, and Smith agrees to stay and signed a written agreement saying he was staying. However, Smith believed that the agreement only said that he had agreed to stay while they negotiated, but they hadn't settled on an actual deal yet. So he continued negotiating with WCW. Vince found out about it and was furious because Smith had already signed paperwork saying he would stay. So Vince and WWF lawyer Jerry McDivitt got on the phone with Smith. And after some arguing and presumably legal threats, Smith signed a contract and is now locked in with WWF. Yeah, it's a written ag- a re- agreement with a fucking kid. My name ain't on a contract. I can do what the fuck I want. <laughs> the nerve events. Hey, that's that's Vince for you. That's Vince for you. He, he wants a written agreement that you're gonna sign a contract. That's what he wants. I'm gonna sign his permission slip. <laughs> <laughs> and one final note, small one. WCW is still trying to bring in several ex WWF stars expected to become NWO members, but legal issues still holding them up. Sean Waltman is still in a state of flux, hasn't gotten a full release. Jeff Jarrett's contract expires next month, and he'll be in then. WCW has expressed interest in Bam Bam Bigelow, whose WWF contract expires in the next few weeks, even though they haven't used him in a year. Oh, that sounds very familiar to you. Present time. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) The more things change, the more they stay the same. (laughs) Absolutely. And Bam Bam might not end up in... uh, this this uh, promotion that ends with CW <laughs> may end up in another promotion that ends with championship wrestling. All interesting stuff, though. Let's wrap up this Nitro match of the night. Malenko Jericho. Yes. Oh, by far. It's not even close. MVP, I'm going to go with the Giants. What do you guys got? It's because he was uh, the, the main focus of the show at the end. The main focus. <sighs> Me personally, I can't give it to the Giant because he couldn't finish his promo. So I give it to the NWO. The NWO overall. NWO as a whole? Yeah, as a whole. They gave they gave the they got the Giant. And it's the Giant count in that? So he does get it. He does does get honors. He he can't get it on his own because the dude couldn't even finish his promo. (laughs) And, And why would they give him this long, intricate story? And then have the WCW guys. And you don't have to tell it right away. You don't have to tell it. You save it for next week. 
you yeah, know, next week, you know, start the show off with that. Start the you, sus- save the suspense. Why? Why did he do this? Why? 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 You know, Mean Gene going gonna do <laughs> 101 interviews on next week's show. You Absolutely. can save it for then. But no, or you could have done a paid announcement by the New World Order and set your story then. But hey, he wanted to get it in here and he just couldn't finish it because of Hogan, because of WCW. But yeah, overall, the NWO was the main focus. You had the limo throughout the night. You had Ted DiBiase in the crowd. You had the 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 the, the car chase with DiBiase in the limo and the and and the police car stealing, mm-hmm. stinging Luger. And then you had the beatdown at the end with the newest member, the Giant. NWO has got it. LVP of the episode. While some strong consideration could be given to Sting and Luger for what they did, that crime, I'm going to go with <laughs> Nick Patrick. Oh, definitely Nick Patrick. Piece of shit. <laughs> I went with Nick Patrick and, and Buddy Valentino. Oh, Buddy <laughs> Valentino. I can be his only appearance. His only appearance on that is going to be a fucking LVP. <laughs> he was the biggest loser I saw in the show, to be fair. <laughs> We'll put our thumbs in the middle and a three, two, one, thumbs up, thumbs middle, thumbs down for this nitro. Three, two, one. Thumbs up for me and Sid. Yeah, the, this is this is a case of uh with WCW, it's not always a case of the things that bother me throughout the show, it's how they leave me. They have really yeah. conditioned me to grade them on how they leave me. And if they leave me with a hot angle like they did on the show, yeah. I'm usually going to give them a thumbs up or at the very least a thumbs in the middle. And honestly, have- at this, yeah, I try to cut you up, but at this time, that's that's how you, what you just said is probably what they were going for anyway, because they're in a war. They want you to tune in next week over the competition. Exactly. And they had a matchup with Jericho and Malenko. They're build they're doing a good job of building to to fall brawl. So yeah, I give them a thumbs up. What was their rating last week? Unopposed. They did a four point two. This week they're unopposed again. What do you do you think they do the same? Do you think they went up? They think they went down? What do you what do you think, Sid? Four point four. Drunk guy. Uh it's Labor Day weekend. I mean, it's Labor Day, shit. Yeah. Uh, probably stay the same. 4.4? 4. 4. 4. No, no. You said last week was 4.2. Oh, 4.2? 4. 4. 4. Gotcha. Um, You split it down the middle. It's a 4.3. Oh. <laughs> there we, we go. both win this week. Absolutely. We're both winning. Sid went over. Sid lost by uh, Price is Right rules. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Uh, but yes, next week. September 9th, 1996. We got both shows once again. Damn, I was enjoying this. Uh, no, wait, both no, 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 no. Raw's, this is the Friday Raw. They are by themselves on Friday. First, we're doing that. Wow. Okay, okay. So we're going to do a whole Raw episode. By yes. What's a special edition of uh, True Rewatch on Friday? <laughs> it's going to be True Rewatch seven, uh, 78.5. <laughs> <laughs> Friday Night Raw. All right, so yeah, you got we got that to look forward to. So that is September 6, 1996, uh with the so. with the special Friday Raw edition. Man, so Friday be, um Shawn Michaels versus Goldust, some, oh, yeah, for Goldust, the WWF Championship. Yep. yep. 
Yep, so we got Friday Brawl to enjoy for all the people that want a uh, uh, the brand split to end. That's basically what we're going to get if the brand split does end, Friday Night Raw, because all the people <laughs> from Raw will be on Friday night. So you get a little preview on uh, True Rewind 78.5, Friday Night Raw. But that brings us to a close on this e- episode. Drunk Guy JJ, you want to let the people know where they can follow you and what you got going on on this True Hill Heat YouTube channel? Uh-huh. Mondays with my good brother up there, uh, up there. Oh, up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, her, true, Romeo. Mondays, Radio Raw Superstars. Wednesdays, um, I usually get on the the Dynamite. Well, excuse me, Elite Heat. <laughs> wow. Elite Heat. Uh, Pay per view watch alongs here and there. You know, we do everything we do. Uh, you can follow me on the gram, Hacksaw underscore J underscore Duggan. Twitter, Drunken Master JJ. You already know where to find a gang at. We everywhere up, up, uptown, downtown, midtown. Skonex. Oh, that's I'm sorry. That's the real stuff. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Patreon, pro wrestlingtees.com slash True Hills. Cop the merch. Get fly for the summertime. Cop up on some tees. You know, Skonex, Black Planet, E Harmony, Lab Harmony, BabyMaking.com. We do, we, we're everywhere. That's what we do. We keep providing that good content all over. Even on, we're on Fightful. How could I forget that? That's where we're at right now. Fightful. We just, we just be pumping all over the world, man. That's what we do. And Romeo, you want to let the people know where they can usually find you on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel? Hey, you can follow me, True Hill Romeo, on Twitter and Instagram. And over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, Monday, Raider Raw Superstars, watching Raw. Tuesday, NX3, watching NXT, that horny show. Wednesday, watching Dynamite, Elite Heat. I'm the watch-along guy over on True Hill Heat. Catch me on the weekends, too. Pay-per-views, GCW, uh, How in the Cell's coming up, In Your House, all that. Everything. This, this is going to be a busy couple of months of wrestling. We're going to be watching it all. The Fightful Overlord, uh, Sean Rossap, put up all the events uh, that, that it's going to be going on. So you could expect True Hill Heat to either be covering it, previewing it, <laughs> watch along it, a review of it. We do it all over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. I'm over there on Thursdays, 1.05 p.m. Eastern Time with my boy Jimmy McElram reviewing AEW Dynamite on AE Ramble, the most unfiltered and honest review of AEW Dynamite on Wrestling YouTube. Saturdays, True Hill Heat flagship podcast with Miss Christy Love and myself, special guest galore, where we talk about everything going on in professional wrestling, the latest wrestling news, recap of the weekend wrestling, and preview of the big shows. And usually I'm there on the previews before the pay-per-views, as well as the reviews of pay-per-views over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. So go over and subscribe over there. Hit the thumbs up on this video. Share it with your friends. Leave a comment down below. Let us know what you thought about the September 2nd, 1996 episode of WCW Nitro and what you think about True Rewind. Let us know in the live chat if you're watching the premiere. Let us know in the comments down below. And remember to share this video with your friends and subscribe if you are new to the Fightful Overbook YouTube channel. I'll be here Fridays, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time with Jeremy Lambert on FMC talking everything not professional wrestling, including the NBA playoffs. So go over and check that out as well. So for Drunk Guy JJ, for Romeo, 
It is me, it is me, your true hill phenom, SP3. You can unfasten your seatbelts, jump out of the DeLorean. This has been True Rewind 78, New World Giant. We are signing off until next time. Damn, man, that was a smooth outro. Unfasten your seatbelt, hop out of the DeLorean, bars. Yes, two white males stole my uh, vehicle. (laughs) One one of them had face paint on, he's a little weird looking. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 